0: Hi, welcome to adulthood pending podcast. I'm Kimmy. I'm Brittany. And I'm Annalise. We're a podcast for college students, recent graduates or anyone who's also figuring out that being an adult isn't as simple as it's made out to be. Join us each episode as we share how we're navigating our careers, postgrad lives and the whole adulting experience.
1: episode we have a special guest my boyfriend Nathan so in our last episode of relationships I kind of talked about my perspective but we didn't have Nathan on to kind of share his side of the story so we decided to bring him on and talk more about relationships so Nathan if you'd like to introduce yourself and tell everyone where you are on your adulthood journey
2: Sure. Um, I'm Nathan. I'm Brittany's boyfriend. I graduated from Pomona College in 2019. Um, I'm currently out in Wisconsin working for Epic Healthcare Systems. Um, I'm a TS Technical Services Engineer, and so I generally just help healthcare systems with their software upgrading and addressing any issues that they might have. As I think, as far as like being an adult, I don't really feel much different from college I feel like I was fairly independent in college and but yeah I think it's still kind of a growth phase and it's a process in coming into adulthood still.
1: So like always we're gonna start off with a fun question and the question for this episode is what is your ideal date? So if our guest wants to start first.
2: Sure I think something that would be really fun um Without any budget or COVID restraints, I think like learning something together would be really fun, Um, or just doing something that we haven't done before. Like that's really thrilling. I think something I came to mind. Taxidermy, yes, taxidermy. (laughs) Yeah,
3: go to a class on taxidermy.
2: I think that'd be really cool. Stuffing animals, but also I think like something crazy like hang gliding that we wouldn't Mm. normally do, um, but you get to learn and share that um with each other that I think that sounds really fun
0: what about you Britt
1: um I think along the same lines I kind of mentioned in my last episode I how, feel
3: you're gonna say this
1: <laughs> how much I really want a ballroom dance I knew it. oh yeah <laughs> like so badly Really? so that would be um my ideal date I suppose
3: is it specifically ballroom dancing? Like, would you be opposed to salsa or something else?
1: Isn't salsa ballroom? Whatever the like dancing with the tie. stars dances they learn, <laughs> they do. I think it's a form all. of
2: ballroom dancing.
1: Like what? Like waltz? What's that?
2: I think there's That's like ballroom. there's a lot of different forms of it. I think salsa is one.
1: Yeah, tango, cha cha. Yeah.
0: Yeah. How about you, um, Kimmy? Um. Okay, my like dream date, like this is probably my dream date. This is probably after like dating for a while because it's like kind of a lot of money. So my dream date is like very California. Like you would start the morning going like skiing or snowboarding, whatever, in the mountains. Oh. And then you would drive down whatever, the hill. And then you would end at the beach and have like a picnic during sunset. That's my ideal date. That's yeah, cute. but obviously that's a, a huge investment. So you have to do that with someone that you really like. My dream date is I enjoy
3: museums. I feel like that'd be fun to go on a date with someone. Mm-hmm. with, And then um, also cooking. Either like mm-hmm. cooking together or going to a cooking class would be fun.
4: Because
3: you get to eat food.
0: Yeah. Well, I'm excited for a post-COVID when we can all hopefully do these things hmm.
3: In episode three, Brittany talked about how she met Nathan and her side of the story. But Nathan, what's your side of that story of how you two met and started dating?
2: Yeah. Um, so we met the summer after sophomore year at a like conference or retreat with Mm -hmm. our campus ministry groups um, called SummerCon. And we were on Catalina Island. And we were both in the same Bible study, essentially, for that week. And we just kind of talked to each other a little bit, got to know each other. um, And then after that summer, I was becoming an AMP mentor. And she was a head sponsor for Scripps. And so we did mixers with the different groups, and so we saw each other a few more times through training and stuff. and then after training, we decided to go to church together in the mornings on Sunday. And we were going super early because, um, I don't remember if it was me that decided to go early or Brittany. It's
1: definitely you. You were like, "Oh I yeah, have yeah, yeah, stuff yeah, yeah. To I do have now.
2: i i I was working, <laughs> so I was working, so we had to go super early, so we'd go and grab brunch and everything and we did that for probably the better part of a semester maybe a whole semester um, oh is that true Brittany?
1: i don't know <laughs> i i mean i think it was at least a full semester it was at least one oh. semester yeah
2: um and then from there, second semester we kind of like fell off of that and
3: why <laughs>
1: yeah why
2: Part of it was like waking up that early was really tough. Um, But also at the Mm -hmm. time, like, yeah, I think as far as going to church, for me, it was just like, oh, I'm not waking up that early at like 7 a.m. on Sundays. And so that was the main Mm -hmm. reason for me. And then really, we just kind of like hung out sporadically throughout junior year into senior year. Um, And yeah, we ended up starting to date march 22nd officially G-
3: exactly at,
2: <laughs> at least officially um we had gone on what i would call a few dates we disagree on which date was our first date quote-unquote but yeah so we date a match senior year and then so yeah that kind of at least kicked off us seeing each other some more and then yeah we ended up deciding to date
0: Nice. So just to clarify a few things, Nathan mentioned that he was a part of AMP, which is Pomona College's Asian Mentorship Program. And then as uh, Britt has mentioned before, she was also a part of the Scripps Asian Sponsor Program. So I guess that's how you two got to meet a little more. And then as we discussed in the third episode, um, Data Match was a program that our school does, which is like a joke. Well, it was
3: not it wasn't really like a, a program. It was more like I think some students got together and created mm-hmm. some kind of like app for yeah. people to like find matches. And it was around the time of Valentine's Day. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was basically like you answered questions and then they used some kind of algorithm to like pair you with someone based on your answers. But
1: yeah, I got up at six something in the morning on Sundays to church to church with him. He didn't catch on that I liked him. <laughs> Like, what? I honestly
2: <laughs> thought we were just going to church.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> At 7 in the morning.
3: <laughs> well, okay, throughout this whole time, did you ever, like, were you ever interested in Brittany throughout this whole time? Or not until, I guess, like, data match where it was like, oh, this algorithm told us that we were compatible. <laughs> yeah.
2: Um, so, yeah, I think while we were going to church, I did have some interest. Um and that was something that was there, but I wasn't really sure. Well, I, I kind of knew that <laughs> she had a crush on me. And this was something that I actually did talk to with my friends about some. Oh. Um, but I ended up like being in a relationship with someone else at that time. Mm. Um, and so it just didn't pan out at the time during junior year that we would end up together.
3: So then what happened afterwards with data match? Like, what was, I guess, like the driving force of you being like, okay, well, let's let's date.
2: Oh, me. Well, like, <laughs> <laughs> well, that was a big part. But um, honestly, data match was kind of just like a big meme. Like, I Brittany was literally the only person on my data match that I personally knew. So I was like, haha, like, I don't have anything to do on Valentine's Day. Do you want to do something? Um, and we just like grabbed dinner. But she had something else that day, I believe. Yeah. Um, so we ended up getting dinner at a dining hall just as friends the week after or something. Um, and then mm-hmm. that kind of went into grabbing Boba another time and hanging out a little bit more. Okay,
0: that's so funny because Nathan was like, Oh, it's such a meme. Meanwhile, I feel like when you two matched Britt was like, oh my gosh, we matched. <laughs> and like, still had <laughs> like feelings, think, okay.
3: uh, you know? Uh, Brittany, you can like obviously jump in here, but I feel yeah. like she was like that because it was like someone that she actually knew and had feelings for before. Yeah. I think it was like anyone else, she would have been like, oh, this is ridiculous. I mean,
0: plus going on a date on Valentine's Day. Right? That's like, yeah. Uh, like, oh, fine. <laughs> but Nathan was like, no. <laughs> 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 no, I think like,
1: When I first got it, and then he reached out to me, I was like, wait, I was like, kind of like, oh, no, I don't really want to deal with this right now. (laughs) Like, I wasn't really enthusiastic about it. And then uh, we got dinner, and then I was kind of like, eh, I'm not sure how I feel again. Especially because at that point, I didn't like you, so.
2: (laughs) She always (laughs) says this. I don't believe it for a second, though. Like... No, nah, nah, that's not no. Emily's backing
1: up, <laughs> uh, backing up. So next question. Um, <laughs>
3: <laughs> no, but I actually have like a theory where second semester of senior year, a lot of people do end up like getting together because in my mind they're like, oh, it's like a last opportunity. Might as well just go for it. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. That's kind of this theory I have, and it applies to both high school and college, from what oh, I've seen. Interesting. But um, so you both mentioned that you two went to summer con together. Um, So what is it like dating someone that holds same religious beliefs as you? And I guess like how big of a role does um, your religion play in your relationship, your specific relationship?
2: So I think for me, like a big part of it has to do with like family also like Mm -hmm. being okay. Um, While. I think with past relationships it was kind of like whether they were they shared my religious beliefs or not like I was okay with it but I think
4: mm-hmm.
2: it generated a lot of concern with family members um mm-hmm. and that was kind mm-hmm. of something that even if it was like not a big deal to me it was kind of in the back of my head but I would say I think it's very nice that we do share that it's another thing that we have in common and have something that we regularly do together is just at least in COVID is watching church together um Mm -hmm. whereas normally we would kind of be doing our own church things Mm -hmm. but I think it's like it was something that like was super important to me growing up um Mm -hmm. so it was kind of like a bridge at least for initially getting to know each other and like like mm-hmm. I said we really got to know each other going to church in the morning together so yeah
1: wait so is like that's something that you looked for in people or if like say you did were to date or become interested in someone would like you know them being a different religion be something you kind of like maybe you didn't take it as seriously after
2: I would say that like, it, it wasn't necessarily something I was looking for in particular. Um, mm-hmm. I would say that, like, if I dated girls who are not Christian and, like, I don't think I really had a problem with that and that really wasn't an issue. And, um, mm-hmm. yeah, I think it's something that's nice to share. I don't think it was something that was necessary for me, at least. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's kind of similar for me like um it definitely makes the transition to them being a bigger part of my life and like being involved with my family and stuff a little easier Mm -hmm. um but it's not necessarily like I didn't seek out strictly someone that was Christian like Mm -hmm. I think probably like when we first started dating it was probably on the lower side of things that like made me want to date Nathan um yeah but I think it is like really convenient because of course religion is such a like intimate part of people's lives and Mm -hmm. it's kind of hard for people that don't share that like Mm -hmm. I don't know I I don't know how I would explain like how important religion is to me to someone else I can I don't know I feel like Mm -hmm. I'd be kind of embarrassed by it but what Mm -hmm. do you two think
0: yeah well I feel similarly to you too like I'm not really religious, but I was raised Catholic, but my family's not really that Catholic. And same with Eric, like he was also raised very Catholic. And then he also doesn't consider himself to be very religious. And that was one of the first things that we actually happened to talk about on our first date within like, I don't know, maybe the first 15 minutes. And I was like, whoa, that's like interesting because I feel like growing up in a community that is pretty heavily like, I don't know conservative even though diverse and religious it was cool Mm -hmm. to meet someone else who had the same perspective that I did Mm -hmm. um I like understand what you're saying Brit where you don't want to be with someone who like doesn't necessarily understand things or where you have to explain things because just like how I want to be with someone who shares those same values I don't want to be with someone and then like feel like I'm holding them back in any way Mm -hmm. by not understanding them and like not being able to attend those things for them when they would need me there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
3: So I grew up in a Buddhist household. Um, both my parents are Buddhist, um, but it wasn't really something that we practiced a lot growing up. Like we would go to the temples on like major holidays um, and stuff like that. But at least, at least in the States, I would say like Buddhism is it, a lot of people aren't really Buddhists or like mm-hmm. at least the people that I know. So it's hard for me to like, find someone who shares that background as I do. Mm. So um yeah, I mean, I think it would be nice to have someone who has like a similar belief or like some background as me. But again, like it's not really something that I very strongly grew up um practicing. Mm -hmm. So in in that sense, like I guess it is kind of hard for me to understand like how big religion plays in people's lives. But like that said, I'm I'm not gonna brush it off. Like I I, I acknowledge Mm. that a lot of people do like it is a huge part in people's lives and so I'm like okay like but for me personally I just don't have that experience so I can't fully relate Mm -hmm. that said me and one of my exes um, he was Christian and I was Buddhist so I think like it was it was definitely in the back of my mind where I was like okay I don't know if his parents are okay with me not being Christian or if he's like Mm -hmm. fully okay with me not being Christian either Um, so like that definitely was in the back of my mind and it was definitely in the back of his mind too as well he's Mm -hmm. like He had brought it up a couple of times before, but I had told him that, like, I knew how much, how important it was to him. So, like, I was willing to, like, learn Mm -hmm, and try to at least understand it. But I think there is a difference in, like, trying to learn versus, like, growing up with it, you know? Like, there are just certain things that I don't think I could fully understand, um, and that's no Mm -hmm. one's fault, really. Mm -hmm. But, Mm -hmm. yeah, I mean, that's just kind of my experience. Mm
0: -hmm. So on the topic of identity, Nathan is Chinese and Brit, you're Japanese Filipino. So even though you're both like of East Asian descent, I was wondering what that looks like in your relationship, like having these different backgrounds.
2: I think we haven't had a lot of like dramatic learning curves, I guess. Um mm-hmm. I guess really the things that really stick out to me are like because I think the big thing that we like both love and share about our cultures a lot is like food and i think mm-hmm. both of us are like very down to eat whatever like i love <laughs> filipino mm-hmm. food i love japanese food um and it's just like very like that there's not really conflict or anything there um mm-hmm. but i think parts that we've seen like oh that we're a little different um is mm-hmm. like britney came to South Carolina with me for the first time and like spent time with my parents, my sister, and my brother. Um, And like my parents would just on instinct, just like speak Chinese to her. And like, <laughs> oh. obviously she's not going to pick up any of that. And Like it was definitely just like, Oh, like it was like a learning curve for them to realize like, Oh, we like using Chinese at home all the time is like a little mm-hmm. bit, not everyone's gonna understand so that was one thing um Mm -hmm. and she also like met my grandparents who also like basically Mm -hmm. only speak Chinese so Mm -hmm. it was very interesting like them talking through me to her um Mm -hmm. but yeah and I think like there's small things like we recently talked about this actually is like I have a like deep-seated love for dumplings like oh my my god dumplings (laughs) and it's like I'm just happier, but like Brittany's not the same way, I, and I like it's something that's like very difficult to understand for me because I'm like, but they're dumplings.
3: Wait, Nathan, can I ask what your favorite dumplings are?
2: Oh, uh, I eat, I like make these pork and chive dumplings, and I add some mm. shrimp in there um, mm. and some like do you, toasted sesame oil. Do you steam oil. them or do you pan
3: fry them? So I don't have a <laughs> steamer
2: here. I don't have a steamer here, but normally we would steam them or mm. boil them. Here, I just boil them. Um, mm-hmm. Usually at home, we'll do like a mix, so we'll like pan fry half of them mm-hmm. while the other ones are steaming. Yeah. Um, but yeah, dumplings. That was one thing that came <laughs> up recently that was like... I, it's a very specific thing. <laughs> we don't understand each other quite fully. I'm <laughs> <Okay. laughs> not
1: quite there. <laughs> to be fair, I do like dumplings, but like I don't crave it intensely like how Nathan craves it. And he just like looks forward to it and I'll just like make his day. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, it's good. But like, I don't know. Like his sister was like, you know, when you just bite in that meaty like <laughs> and the dough. It's just like I crave it all the time. And I'm like, I don't understand that. <laughs> but I do like dumplings. <laughs> um, That's funny. Yeah. But for me... <laughs> For me, I think, I think also because of growing up in a mixed ethnic background, I I never expected to like date someone that was exactly the same uh, Mm. background Mm -hmm. as me. And also, like I said before, I I think it really made me open to the idea of dating someone who like doesn't understand 100 percent. Yeah everything what how it feels like to grow up in a japanese or like a filipino household mm-hmm. so um i think that's something that didn't particularly have a factor in when i was uh chose to date someone that wasn't the exact same ethnic background as i am
3: mm-hmm. i feel like i'm kind of the same too though like it's kind of like a it's like a nice to have in a mm-hmm. way but it's not like a requirement. I think, like, a lot of things would be a lot easier, like, communication and, like, mm. introducing to the family mm-hmm. because of the language and, like, just culture. Um, it's definitely, like, I think it would be really, really nice, but, yeah.
0: Yeah, I feel like I'm the same as Annalise and also just, like, Britt coming from mixed background. Like, I also didn't expect to find someone that had the same background as me, but, like, Eric and I, would do share some um Similarities in our culture, so I think that has been very mm-hmm. helpful. Um, yeah, I think like as long as you're with someone who has some sort of understanding or wants to understand, then like that's the most ideal situation.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: As Britt mentioned in episode three, you two got together at the end of your senior year on March 22nd. We recently learned, and then you <laughs> graduated, and you were apart for a long time. Um, And you've been doing this long distance relationship for a while now. So I would just be curious to learn, like, what has that been like, especially not having some sort of like end date, you know, when you will be together forever type of thing?
2: Yeah, I mean, I think like long distance at first was really hard. I think like the first few months... Maybe even like going into the first half year might have been like the roughest part of it. Um Because mm-hmm. basically right after graduating uh for basically a full month, I was I was on like a road trip with friends and we were camping mm. a lot and whatever. And I just straight up didn't have phone access a lot of times. Oh, wow, so man. like we really didn't talk a lot right after graduating. And so having dated for like really two months and then going basically a full month without talking a lot that <laughs> oh was like gosh. really interesting um and then also like going into our first half year we we're still kind of like learning how like what needs each of us had um mm-hmm. and like our needs for communication and how we like to communicate mm-hmm. and I think with time difference that was also really hard because mm-hmm. like Brittany was working really late. I was working a lot. Um, and it was just really hard to find time where we could have, like, quality, just, dis- like, communication. Because, like, mm-hmm. usually when we were talking at, like, either it was really early for her or it was really late for me. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was just, like, we were just super tired. And, like, um, at first we were kind of calling, like, two to three times a week. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we, like, really wanted to make that time count and, like, really mm, talk yeah. a lot. But a lot of times it was just, like, oh, my God, I'm, I'm about to pass out. And, like, <laughs> and oh, yeah. And also, like, right when I moved to Madison, it was really hard because I was, like, it was pre-COVID. So mm-hmm, I was used mm-hmm. to the schedule of, like, waking up early, going to work out, going to work, going mm-hmm, back to the mm-hmm. gym. And, like, it was, oh. was also, like, weird because I was on a cut at the time. So I was like really lowering calories. So I was just like irritable, tired. <laughs> and so every time me and Brittany called, it was like it was really coin flippy how it was going to go. Um, oh boy. <laughs> but I think we kind of like figured out that it was a lot better for us if, if we just like tried to call every night. Um even if it was just mm-hmm. for a short while. Um and also like having better schedules has helped a lot covid obviously like our schedules are a little bit more flexible even if we're working the same um Mm -hmm. i can kind of if i need to get off work real quick i can get off work chat and then go back to working or whatever Mm -hmm. um the long distance has been like i think we we've like she's with me now for like the next couple of months um but Mm -hmm. even like before she came i think we were kind of like making it work a lot better um Mm -hmm. and i don't think that like there's a lot of issues with it um Mm -hmm. but like now we don't have to really deal with that for at least the foreseeable or for at least this time being um Mm -hmm. so yeah
1: Yeah, I think like, well, you said, Nathan, that the first few months were rough. I think the roughest time we had was a little under a year and a half um, into dating when I was like applying and taking my MCAT and stuff. We were like (laughs) arguing so much. And I think a lot of that was rooted in, yeah, like we said, like just not. Really meeting each other's needs. Like, Mm -hmm. well, also a big part of that was I was stressed out of my mind. And so I depended on him a lot to like fulfill that last bit of like happiness and fulfillment in life. And Mm -hmm. obviously, like, that's unfair to him. And I didn't necessarily communicate that with him. And so there were times where I would just like pick at him because I was like annoyed that he wasn't doing every little thing like I needed him to do. But mm-hmm. at the same time, I wasn't communicating that super well. So and then the months after that, also, each little thing that he wouldn't, even if it wasn't, even if I wasn't super stressed, or if I was like, okay, but maybe he forgot to do like, say goodnight night, or um, <clears throat> I don't know, just do something to go out of his way to, you know, show affection for me. I would automatically blow that up and (laughs) (laughs) kind of just go back to that period of time when we were fighting a little more consistently and yeah, just kind of bring it back to that original need of like, you're not trying enough. You don't care enough about me, blah, 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 blah. But um, yeah, the months since then have gotten a little better because we just, we like changed how we communicate more regularly and... Um, yeah, it's been working pretty well, even though I'm here right now.
3: So I guess like, obviously long distance is hard, you know, like you're away from your partner for so long, you can't really see them and time difference adds on to like an extra level layer. But, um, I feel like just in general, you know, long distance is for a lot of people like the make or break deal situation. Mm-hmm. So how, I guess, then did you two overcome that, those times where you were constantly arguing. And you said that you changed your communication style, but how did that happen? And how did you two kind of make it work?
2: I think this is like a difficult thing to answer. Um, Cause I like, at least on my end, how I felt about it was like, yeah, like we're fighting. And like, since we're long distance, it's like, I mean, at any point in any relationship, the way I think about it is like, you can either like stay together or break up. And it's like, mm-hmm. And it really comes down to like what you want because or there are obviously circumstances that like people have to like separate or, mm-hmm, um, for sure, whatever that are not able to overcome. But like, I think at least for our situation, like, I think for me, it was like, as long as I want to keep trying and Brittany wants to keep trying to like mm-hmm. make it work, we can make it work. um, mm-hmm. And I think, like, even when we had fights, it was kind of, like, I don't think that this fight is Mm -hmm. big enough that we can just, like, give up on it. Um, Mm -hmm. And, like, I don't think that we really ever had anything that was, like, there's no way we can make this work. Um, And, yeah, I think, like, we compromise and we, like, at the end of the day, it's, like, I for me at least I'm like I will do what will make me happy Um, mm-hmm. at like at time now so like I just never thought that like I don't I really don't think never thought that like breaking up would make me happy at any point in time mm-hmm. like even mm-hmm. if we were fighting or in the rough spot
4: mm-hmm.
1: yeah I think for me it was like well first of all it was Obviously, understanding communication like the what i when I'm saying we fought a lot because he wasn't like affectionate enough was he would just i mean long distance a big part of that communication is like texting, and so I would be like, "What, well, how are you Dave blah blah blah, and he'd be like, "Good <laughs> good." <laughs> And I'm just like, what is this? I need more <laughs> substance. And um, so understanding that like, okay, that's just how he communicates. Right. Whatever. Right, right. And also, like I said before, um, kind of just understanding myself, like, am I picking on him because I had a bad day mm-hmm. and I'm just looking for him to like make up that rest mm-hmm. of the day, or mm-hmm. is he actually like not listening to me and not taking my feelings into consideration? And um, yeah, so a lot of the times it was the Warmer. So, I think mm-hmm. after that, and also a lot of our problems were rooted in being long distance and just mm-hmm. not kind of meeting the needs of others because we we're like separate. Mm-hmm. And so, I think knowing that being long distance was kind of temporary kind of made things easier when we're like, okay, this is a rough patch, but like it's <laughs> all kind of boiling down to the same thing.
3: Right. Kimi, I know you also kind of touched on this topic. Um, in our previous episode on relationships, but how, I guess, has been your experience with long distance? Because um, I guess right now everything's still kind of up in the air, you with applying your jobs and everything, mm-hmm. and Eric also applying to jobs. Like, um, yeah, like what is, what does your future look like, I guess, in terms of being long distance or not? And how have you coped with long distance in this current time?
0: Yeah. Um, so I I would say that like COVID is a very different time to do long distance than other times. Just because I am very like I'm like a huge planner. So if we're gonna do long distance, that's fine. But like I do want to know when I'm going to see the person next. And during mm-hmm. COVID, it's like so dependent on mm-hmm. when the numbers are gonna be lower, when it's gonna be safe, especially because we do live pretty far away where we would have to get on a plane to see each other. Um mm-hmm. so I would say like We've done long distance now for a while, mainly because of COVID and like just us living in different places. But yeah, I think it's okay. I just think like now that we've been together for a little over two years, like I'm hoping that we will be able to live together for like a year in the near future. Um, mm-hmm. Just because it has been hard, not necessarily in like like we communicate really well and like we hang out a lot, but just not having that constant interaction, especially Mm -hmm. during a time like now when you communicate with no one else. um, Mm -hmm. Yeah, it would just, I think it would be ideal to like be together for a little while. Mm
4: -hmm.
2: Yeah, I think like it's definitely been very different having Brittany around. I think she's been here for like two weeks now, and this isn't one week. <laughs> no, a week and a half. It's been a. Oh, uh, I guess yeah. You <laughs> came in on a Wednesday, even so it's been a month. <laughs> so it's been like almost two weeks, uh-huh. a week and a half, two weeks, and it's like it's very different knowing that like this. I this isn't even the longest she stayed here, but I'm like, oh, I don't have to worry about her like leaving next yeah. Wednesday and being like, well, crap, like this is going to be rough again. Um, mm-hmm. Even like when she would visit before, it's like it, it, while like I'm very happy that she's here and everything, it's like, we really try to just like squeeze every second out of yeah, it. Right. Um, and I can be like very taxing and tiring. Um, mm-hmm. Like really trying to squeeze everything mm-hmm. out of limited time. Um, Cause like there are times where she would come over for like three or four days even and it'd be it be pre-covid just, yeah it yeah. <laughs> was like super short but yeah, yeah i think yeah. like being together in the same space consistently and like right i don't even have to go to like into the office now so like we're actually together 24 <laughs> 7 um it like is a very different part of our relationship that we really didn't Mm -hmm. have, even in college, like Mm -hmm. really during the day we didn't see each other that much because like Mm -hmm. we had classes, we were both doing our mentorship programs and stuff like that. So yeah, it's been very different and it's like being together um, in the same place has been really nice.
3: Yeah. So I guess kind of on that note, what is it like being together 24 seven and just like because I guess it is also your first time being together all the time where there is for like an unforeseeable amount of time right so mm-hmm. how has that been like I mean it's only been a, a week and a half so hopefully things are still good but <laughs> how has that experience been like so far
2: I mean I think it's been nice I think like okay honestly there are a lot of things that I just like wouldn't do regularly if Brittany wasn't here like for one thing I like while I enjoy cooking and I do cook sometimes like Brittany being here is like we can cook together as like, yeah, oh, I don't have to just like do this alone and stand in my almost hospital like kitchen, empty <laughs> apartment and just like cooking on my own in silence. So that's been really nice. Like, there are a lot of things that even if I could do alone, I'm able to do with someone else. And like, I have mm-hmm. a roommate, but his hours are three to midnight. So we have mm-hmm. very different oh, hours. Wow. Um, mm-hmm. And so, like, yeah, it's very different having someone there that we can be together and like i i do also like talk to people a lot because i spend a lot of time playing video games with friends and stuff (laughs) but like it's also different being physically there with someone Mm -hmm. and it's like Mm -hmm. when i unplug from everything else like i still like have someone there for me um and yeah i think i don't foresee any real issues with like being together a lot like I Mm -hmm. can't really imagine anything that would like any pet peeves really for me at least um so
1: (laughs) wish I could say the same yeah I know (laughs) I'm just kidding
2: (laughs) you got your list (laughs)
1: um yeah I, I guess since I've only been here a week and a half this time the last time I'm I visited, I stayed for a month. And um, I just remember during that time picking up on things he would do when we were long distance that would bug me. And then, but like being in person, I'm like, oh, that's just how he is as a person. <laughs> so it's like, whatever. Like the thing that comes to mind is he, um, like one thing he did that was annoying was like if we were to call or something, he would just forget or like do it way later because mm-hmm. he just forgot or yeah, he's just very forgetful. And then just seeing him day to day he's just like forgetful all the time. <laughs> <laughs> it's just not a personal thing. So <laughs> it's just funny like seeing that transition of um like things that we would that would bug me when we were long distance and then like when we we're together, I'm like, oh that's just who he is all the time so it's not just to me which is (laughs)
2: assuring on the topic of being forgetful though this is funny recently like i literally like i think the week before she came i was like you forgot she was gonna be there (laughs) no no no, no. i well i didn't forget that she (laughs) was coming i forgot to to tell my roommate that she was coming so she just kind of like showed up and he was like (gasps)
1: Oh, yeah. I was like, like oh yeah the day. Br-
2: Brittany's here <laughs>
1: <laughs> for a long time <laughs> oh my gosh
2: um but yeah he, he took it well um but like he I mean, weekend... can't say no <laughs> I <don't> go back <laughs> that's true um but like the weekend before she got here I was literally like oh remind me I need to shower today what? and I just like forgot and then she shower? like got here and I was like oh yeah I was supposed to do that so <laughs> I like shower? went Monday to Wednesday
1: <gasps> without showering?
3: <laughs> it's just know, the like, other
2: day he this... went
1: Sunday to Thursday this past week. Wow.
2: <laughs> hey I've showered more recently than you Oh uh? oh!
1: <laughs> okay, I showered on Wednesday but I'll shower today. <laughs>
3: Wait, I, don't I don't think, I, think I, I like this
2: relationship <laughs> very much <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: no, but yeah, I definitely forget things a lot. I I like ask Brittany to remember things for me so much; it's really bad. Yeah. Like, oh, oh. <laughs> yeah. that's
4: funny.
3: Well, thank you, Nathan, for joining us on this episode. To close, do you have any just relationship advice for our listeners?
2: Yeah, I think, I I think like maybe it happens that you like have a relationship that you never have conflict and everything's perfect all the time. But I think like expecting that is very, uh, unrealistic, at least in my experience. And I think that me and Brittany keeping a successful relationship has, um, ridden a lot on being able to compromise and communicate what each of us needs and wants. Um, mm-hmm. As well as just, like, in times where it has been hard, it's, like, evaluating, like, does this, like, make me happy? And, like, mm-hmm. I think when the answer is yes, then it's like very easy for me to just kind of, like, I might be a little bit, like, irritated or tired or, like, worn down. But, like, it's easy just kind of, like, know that, like, this is worth it and... At the end of the day, I, like, believe that we'll get through this hurdle as well. We've gone through other ones and we're still here. So, yeah.
1: Man, that was really sweet. I was going to say something funny. (laughs) I was going to say don't date a gamer. True story. Don't date gamers.
2: Gamers suck.
1: (laughs) If you like attention, don't date a gamer. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. (laughs)
3: all right well thanks everyone for listening thanks again nathan for joining us as always you can follow us at adult pending podcast on our socials and you can also send us an email linked in our description uh join us every other monday for new episodes and we can't wait to share our stories and are excited you're with us on our adulthood journey
2: thanks everyone thanks for having me
0: thank you Bye. Bye. bye